Welcome everybody to Satsang. Whatever that is, I'm not sure, but it gets said every time, so let's see. Um, all tonight. If like this jack body just sat here for two hours. Might be more effective than talking actually. Because it'll bring up, I paid for this. She came and she said nothing. Uh, might actually be a lot more worthwhile. <laughs> the question is would you have the tools to deal with it? Would you have the tools to not take it personally? Or would it be like a fine story to, you know, to get the personal eye all revved up? What did you think? And what did you think? And should we do something? I mean, we should complain to Luke. You know, I mean, here we are. Here's the, the eye go coming right up. The ego coming right up. Well, I have an opinion and I have expectations and all about me. This is what the ego does, huh? So there's, there's an allowance that kicks in where, you know, well, what happens, happens. And the surest thing is to have that skill to know that, okay, I can get pissed off or I can, I can use this to take a chunk out of the ego. And that's your shout in every moment. That's your shout. It takes a bit of wisdom to know the difference. Because sometimes something needs to be addressed. And sometimes it's like, take it on the chin and let it squash what's going to squash in your ego. You see? Now, it takes some kind of discernment to know the difference. In one who doesn't know the difference, what happens is that, well, the spiritual path is that I'm to say nothing and I'll, I'll, I'll ride with this and I've no expectations and, but, you know, but no, that's fine, that's how it happened and I'm allowing it and I'm accepting it and that's the spiritual higher ground. If there's a spiritual ego at play, this is the approach that will be taken. If there is an idea that a spiritual behavior is X, Y, Z, this is the path that would be taken. There's nothing as smelly as a spiritual ego. Nothing as smelly as ideals of how to behave spiritually. That's religion. That's not spirituality, that's religion. That's like a code of behavior. Every religion has a code of behavior. That's not what we're at at all. The spirituality that, that is, I don't know, I suppose, weaving its way through uh, satsang, Western satsang, which doesn't have any religion in it, Asian satsang, where it started. Of course, it was preserved by the Hindu tradition. It has religion woven through it. It has. But now it's in the West. It's like it's, it's shifting to another gear. Don't bring religion into it, huh? Don't bring any religious behavior. Is there a way that one is supposed to behave? Well, pfft. 
I'd like to see that model. Because with the... Do you, want to, do you want to find a perch someplace? Are you? Okay. So with the, the total abandon of the personal and with the impersonal and the seeing through of it all, there is um, a kind of a free flow that happens in the natural state. Now, one can justify this for obnoxious behavior, and that stinks too. You see? There's, there's tricks everywhere here. But, but all you can do is be honest with yourself. So that when there's a natural movement towards something inside you, well then, that it's just, that's all, that's at play, and that's allowed. And that happens. Only you can know the difference. Only you can know if you're, if you're being spiritually, politically correct, or if, if you're, you know, bullshitting some kind of self-image and something else is going on, or if there is total no agenda at all and how it's rolling is how it's rolling. And may the consequences play as they do. There will always be a may the consequences play as they do. That will always be there if, if, the, if the natural state is motivating any action. The consequences, you, you don't even link your action to a consequence. You don't even, that's just an event that's happening. Do you see? Mind does cause and effect. So may things be as they are. May it flow as it does. Life is a setup. Every single thing will show you what you are not. That's all it can do is show you what you are not. Can't show you how you are because it's, it's movie material. It's only looking at different versions of yourself. And as long as, as the physical body is alive, there is a perspective at play. And the perspective is only going to see part because that's what it does. It just has a subjective vision because, because the eyes are in a physical location. Because the senses are uh, localized, you know? They're not global. The senses aren't global. Every now and then, yeah, sure, something expands. But there is a, a localization that happens when the physical body is running. So there's always going to be a perspective at play. If it's taken personally, if it's taken impersonally, that's when suffering happens. Life plays as it does, and the natural state will will somehow generate a movement, a participation. Might be greeted well and it might not be greeted well at all, and so what? So what? Let it play as it does, you know? Who's bothered about the consequences anyway? Only the controller. Wanting things to play out a certain way. May it play as it, as it wants. Let it be as it is. Be sure not to identify with being a doormat. Or a victim and oh no it's just playing as it, as it does and I'm fine with it it's like whoops if you're not fine with it at least be honest and say you're not fine with it so then at least you can see what's at play then you can see what part of the ego wants to be voiced and let it come out and be vomited so you can see what's going on do you know what's your option just bullshit yourself and play behind your self-image of being spiritual whoa funny but that seems to be very popular <laughs> it's like we're creating a religion out of spirituality, you know? A way to behave out of it, you know? Mad, isn't it? You know, we're just the one thing that's kind of emerging as, as 
uh, you know, a, a separate culture to religion, and, and all of a sudden it's kind of becoming its own identity, which of course will turn it into another religious movement of some sort. You know? And if that happens, so what? But know your own position in this, huh? Know your own position in this. Be honest with yourself. Really honest with yourself. You know? If somebody else has, has problems with you, well, all you can do is check inside and say, okay, does that resonate? Is this going on? Is, you know, is there something here? And if there isn't, there isn't. But let it play out either, you know? You don't even have to defend yourself. It's like... All you can do is just check out, you know? Something is ready to be seen or not ready to be seen. You can't do any more than that. You can't do any more than that. Something is ready to be seen when it's ready to be seen. Let that be good enough. But what you are isn't in any way concerned with any of this stuff I'm talking about. You know? This is just movie material I'm talking about. If I'm, if I'm addressing who you are, well, we'll just sit like this. All weekend. <laughs> and would that be all right? To have nothing phenomenally happening. Would that be all right? So this evening, we're, we're not going to talk from the floor. We're going to use a chair um, for a few reasons. One is that it focuses the mind a little bit more um, when you come up. Um, secondly, it's good for the ego to kind of push through that barrier of, I don't want to go up there and be seen, and it's like, shit happens, you know? Ride through that. Don't be a, a slave of the ego, you know? <laughs> Thirdly, it's better for the sound. <laughs> Recording purposes, and so we can hear each other. So the chair is open. Talk about the whole spiritual sort of facade that. Okay, I, I can only barely hear you myself. So you're you're talking about the whole spiritual facade that has kind of developed. Yeah. All sorts of circles, all sorts of religions. Yes. Um, is a good segue to this question I have. Um, or yeah, it's a question and also a. One of the things I have heard a lot is people, I mean, this has become like this awakened 
being awakened is this great idea of something that's waiting for us and can be such a distraction, uh, has been for me before, from what is already here now and already present. And um, for So experiences are just that. And yet I've had experiences where I um, just the whole flow of life is so wonderful. And when I relax into that without concepts about, oh, I wonder if that's what awakening looks like. Or I wonder if I am being spiritual enough and therefore that means that maybe I'm closer to this thing that's impossible to get. And, and sometimes I, I um, it's almost like I fool myself. Because it's hard, really hard to talk about because... Um, like, how do we know? If someone says, well, is that person awakened? I'm like, well, what does that mean even? And is that a place? I don't want to be waiting for a place to get or to be when I'm right here. And it seems to me my experience of being relaxed in a moment or just really present like right now can it be anything better? I mean, is, does it have to, I don't know, it just seems like it's so much simpler than <laughs> whatever it is. I can only speak for my own experience. But I did say, I came with a friend tonight. We've been dear friends for a long time. And I remember saying to him some months ago, you know, I just sometimes and then this will sound comical because after I said it, it was comical. I'm like, I feel like I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were having this talk and he left. And after a well, while, after he left, I went, well, where is there? Yeah, where is there? Who's there? <laughs> Who is there? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I Wait. tell myself I'm missing out on something because... It doesn't look like the way we or I have gleaned from things I've heard or what people might insinuate or implicate. And it just really is so nuts. Yes. I, I just think it's, or feel like it's so much simpler. It's Yes. Right now, I mean, just what's arising in the moment. And so take away what's arising in the moment. Take away 
that which is present right now. Now what? Mind will do all kinds of dances about awakening and because it has no place to push that which is outside of its realm. So it translates it into something that, that it can name. And so what does it do except set it up as a desire and a goal? Because these are the boxes, these are the categories with which mind operates. So it grabs something that's outside of its realm and it translates it. You know, and sure, of course it's garbage. Of course it is. That that's all mind can do. And it's just gotten a hold of this as a concept. And sure, it's garbage. You know? Yeah. Don't be bothered with any of that awakening story, you know? It's sad and funny all at the same time. <laughs> yes, it's sad and it's funny, yes, yes. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It's just mind doing its dance, you know? It means nothing. It's just another distraction. As if there's some place to get and a goal and a lifestyle to be had after. And it's like, after what? After. After what? Like, what? You know? The drama stops. So what? Like, there's no drama. I mean, there's supposed to be some, the absence of drama now or something enjoyed because there's no drama. It's like, it's death. I mean, it just stops. There's just nothing going on. It's not enjoyed by anybody. So, I mean, what's the freaking point in it? <laughs> you know, what, what, what's so great about it? And this is just mind's way of interpreting something because it just can't go there. So it makes a dog's dinner out of it, you know? <laughs> Take away the presence, take away the linear time, the now, because these are minds still. Yeah, take away all of that. It's more simple, more, I don't know, I want to say pure, uh, refined, or I don't know. It's, it's even outside of that, that's a better way to say it. It's even outside of what is present, of what it's unfolding, or. And if it's turbulent or beautiful, don't even label that. Do you know? Even that's too much. Life plays as it does, but let there be no vetting of, you know, quality in any shape or form. No labeling of any event. You know, the working mind will come in and label what it needs to label, like box of tissues and flowers, you know, mm -hmm. it's just functioning, you know? But the quality of anything, forget about it. Subjective perception that's way too experiential. It's just mind trying to grasp onto some reference point for itself. So tricky. Yeah, mind is tricky, eh? Yeah. It is very tricky. But it will always tell a lie. It cannot tell you the truth. Not at this stage of the game. It can't. It can tell you what day of the week it is. That's about as truthful as it's going to get, you know? And even you can get that wrong too, you know? So. <laughs> But it will always lie about this material, always. Because it, it has no, no place at all, no method of comprehending, nothing. It's, it's not the thing which, which with, 
Mm. Mind doesn't have the tool with which you know yourself by. It's not with the normal faculty, the thinking faculty, that, that outside of all of this is known. It's not the same faculty. But of course it's going to try and grapple and grab anything. That's all right. It's just a liar, you know? It's just fighting for survival and fighting for airspace. That's all right. So um, I can relate to a lot of what Alice was just talking about. I guess it's kind of the way I feel is it's half of the story for me, and um, definitely had a very kind of you know focused end goal approach to all of this. And a lot of that's kind of the school of thought or culture that I came out of, especially with TAT. Um, it's kind of you're either done or you're not, and don't kid yourself until you are. Okay. And um, and so that's it's still so deeply ingrained. And a after a certain kind of shift where some stuff began to open up, um, um, I knew I still wasn't kind of found what I was looking for, however you want to put it. Mm. that um, there was kind of a bit of, okay, maybe I should, you know, relax a bit and take my hand, you know, not yeah. be so charged in the way that I'm looking at all of this. Okay. Let go a little bit more. But I also, so that's where I can relate, but it also I've felt like I end up just kind of getting into a lot of complacency and in getting into into um, getting lost and, and almost out of touch or almost at war with this kind of energetic stuff that's happening for me. And it's kind of a very it's a strange space to be in. I know all of it's just kind of on the dimension of my mind. I mean, when, you know, when I'm sitting with you or in our some of our weekly meetings, it's just I call that presence or whatever that is that opens up. But um, and so when that does open up, I just like last night I felt it so intensely. I find myself there, my mind wanting to I don't know, somehow I don't know if it's my mind, but there's this urge to want to go as deep as possible into that because it feels like the mind gets so quiet, but that something can't. Yes. And I, I don't really know. I'm like, is that counterproductive or is that 
intention I should be making to want to go as mm. deep as possible in those settings? Or? Yeah. Can you see that that's desire? Yeah. Can you drop that desire? I don't feel like I can. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's a saying that's, um, the, the core of it is, if there's going to be one desire, let the only desire be to see the truth, no? Okay. But it's like it has spawned other little desires. Yeah. Do you know? Because to go deeper, like what happened last night, to go deeper into it, that's, mm, that's not about seeing the truth. That's kind of experiential or a rejection of what is playing in that moment. It feels like it's like a little, little tag on desire. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Watch for the tag on desires. Now, to backtrack a little bit, um, around, around the determination that you're describing, that's in your character. Um, and when, when that isn't followed, when that charge isn't followed, then some kind of complacency comes back and suffering increases. It seems to be kind of unpredictable, because sometimes I'll get back into that mode and I can't get nearly the kind of momentum I used to be able to. Okay. And then I'll kind of have a, what am I doing? And kind of let things go a bit and I think, oh, I beat myself up, but then all of a sudden something will open up after that. Yeah. And so it's kind of this really confusing. Yeah. yeah. But if I let that go on too long, then it's like that becomes another another version of a spiritual belief. Because I'm like, oh, I'm just, like you were saying, oh, I'm just letting things go now. I'm not doing the, yeah. the you know, nose on yeah. focus for truth right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There's a system that might work for you. It's like sometimes you, sometimes you pull in the reins and sometimes you let go of the reins. And sometimes you pull in the reins and sometimes you let go of the reins. But when letting go of the reins, you just loosen them. You don't let go. This is the difference. Do you see? Yeah. It's like, so like never, it's like, it's like you, you know, whatever it is, whatever we use, grabbing whatever, the steering wheel of a car or something. Sometimes you got, you're, you're grabbing it because you're making a quick turn or avoiding an accident or something. Okay, and there's tension there and boom, and you're in control of it. Okay, so there's tightness, there's determination, there's something playing. But, but to actually drive the car and, you know, and have your hands just twiddling your hair, that's a whole other ball again. Do you know? But having them on standby in case of something happens, this is a wiser move. So when, the, when the, the pulling back from the charge happens, don't dismiss it. It's like it's a different speed, but still be cautious. Do you know? It's like something in your system knows that if, if you are with that determination and you're hanging on for dear life, something can't sustain that tension. It's like driving for five hours and your hands are gripping the steering wheel. It's like you're not going to be able to sustain it. You can't. The mind can't, you can't sustain it. Do you see? Yeah. So, so even to know like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm too tight about this one. I'm going to pull back a bit, but don't drop it. Don't drop it. Just soften. That's all. Just soften. Because something will kind of go all over the place if you completely let go. And it will take an, another incident to pull you back. Right. And that in and out and in and out is exhausting. Yep. It's exhausting. And it's like you're living in two worlds and two realities and the whole thing, that can drive you nuts. It's not sustainable. Do you see? Yeah. yeah. So it's got to shift in to where there's two speeds, not turned on and turned off, but two speeds of on your spiritual path. There's the intense one, and there is less intense about it, but it's always there. It's always humming along. Does this make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. 
okay, that will definitely kind of uh, cut off the part of where you lose yourself and it takes something in life to, right. to, to jolt you back in. That'll stop that shit. Because that's a shock to your system too. Trying to live, you know, sustain a leg in the old world. Stick your two of them in the other one. It's okay. But find, find varying speeds in there. Sometimes it'll be intense and sometimes more relaxed. But you're always on the same path. Just driving at different speeds. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so then, it's like when that determined charged energy of like <clears throat> gripping the steering wheel, when that's at play, all it can do then is, is grasp, because that's its energy, is grasping. So that if there is a spiritual experience, it's going to grasp it. Okay? So it wants this deeper, more intensely, whatever it is. Well, that will most definitely move you further away from what you are. <laughs> Do you see? That grasping energy is very useful because it's the thing that will keep you uh, motivated to follow this path. It's the thing that keeps it going. It's the inner charge, that pull that you can't do anything about. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it has a grasping quality to it. That might never go. That's all right. But where that grasping quality has bled into experiences this is desire do you see it's like an aspect of the personality called grasping which hobby horses on a desire as if there's something to get through an experience of course there isn't an experience is an experience no matter how deep or how spiritual they are they're all just the same as having an ice cream that's another experience do you see yes I guess um, I'm just thinking about like last night when you started by saying, you know, don't move <laughs> yeah. and be still inside, and then you, um, you said something to the effect of, of it's not kind of pointing at the source of attention, not what it's grabbing towards, but where it starts before it moves. Yes. And I, I mean, maybe that's just an experience, but what opened up very, very quickly. And this happens, you know, in our weekly meetings all the time. Yeah. Right? It's like it opened up very, very quickly. And I, maybe that's just another experience. And what should my relationship be to that? Just wherever that wants to go. You see, if, if that's a gap of where there's no personal or impersonal eye playing, if there is that gap of like where I'm looking from, if something can access that, that's, you can't stay there. You'll only know when you've gone out. But you're like, oh, I'm there. I said, well, you're not actually. You, you've just gone out now. Am I making sense? Or, yeah. was, or was it completely experienced? Do you mean that I have, when you say experienced, do you mean that I have, you know, sense data coming in? And yeah. Perception? And, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. It was very different yeah. than my day-to-day. Yeah. It's it dramatically different. Thoughts are almost silent. Yeah. It's just kind of a sense of just okay. what I'm being. Okay. But um, there isn't, I guess, what you would call a gap. All right. Okay. Okay. Very good that you can tell the difference. Okay. So, so if there is a linear line of, of the personal eye is the densest, because that's the all about me story, then there's the impersonal where stuff happens and it doesn't ricochet off you so much. Okay, and then, and then we bleed back from that and it's just I am. It's just, there's nothing going on really. There's just right. existence. 
and it pulls back from this and we, we you know, the amnes, the existence begins to thin out and we have things like beingness or presence or that kind of stuff and it gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. Nada. It goes to nothing. Okay, great that you know that what you're talking about is that beingness place. Okay. It's a state of mind. It's a grand thing to practice, but it's a spiritual practice. Landing in that beingness of where attention is going out from. Because with somebody else, we could point to like, don't let your attention go out to anything. And a gap can just appear. Now, you can't make a gap appear. You can't. It's either going to pop or it's not. Like, and with a gap, just for, just for other people, with a gap that we're talking about is just, is just nothing at all going on, but you don't know that nothing was going on until the eye comes back and says, whoa, what was that? What was that? And, and okay, that's the gap. So, and, and, and that, more than anything, breaks down the wiring of the conditioned mind. It just breaks it down because, because somehow attention can't be in its source and be in the, dentist, the densest part of the personal story. We don't have the bandwidth. We just don't have the bandwidth, you know? And so as you pull back, as you pull back to those states of mind, something loosens in the personal life. So, so it's very useful to go into that beingness state, but it's a state of mind. So it has a, it's like a spiritual practice. Fine. Go there a gazillion times a day. But when it makes sense to like, you know what? It's not good enough. Let that come. Let that come downriver, whenever. Tomorrow, in a year's time, it doesn't matter. Now, it doesn't matter. But whenever it kind of grocks in your gut, it's like, that's not it either. And nothing is it, of course. But, but when it really shows itself to be a state of mind, say, okay, chop that too. And very often that creates a gap. When beingness is chopped. It's like an abandon. It's like a total helplessness. talk about the gap yeah that thing that happens mm. in my 47 years of spiritual seeking yeah with all the gurus and all this other shit yeah <laughs> nothing could have prepared me for that wasn't even an experience uh, and it was just only like this yes when Bart was talking to a lady at the meeting and I was sitting in the back of the room. Where the hell was I sitting? I was, I was a distance from him. Uh-huh. And uh, there was just, it was a, it was a brand, new, brand new something. First time ever that I can't. I could never generate. There's yes. no possibility. There's nothing from my experiences of spiritual seeking could ever prepare me for this that happened. Okay. It was just that happened. Yeah. That it was like seeing 
Bar talking to this lady for the very first time, brand new, innocent, yes. pure. Yes. Nothing. There was no me involved in it because yes. I just saw this. This is yes. like pure perception. You're describing pure perception. So that's what you're talking about with the gap. You know, you're talking about pure perception. Um, when there is a gap, pure perception happens. But, and what took your attention was pure perception. It's, it's fine. It's just, you're just, okay. Okay. Uh, pure perception doesn't see, doesn't see. Oh, he's saying that and she's saying that. And that's the dynamic. And it's, you know, okay. That's just perceiving subject, object, and there's a story. Right. Labeling, normal thinking mind stuff. Okay. With, with pure perception, there's just perceiving, but there's nobody perceiving anything. Right. The subject-object disappears. Yes. But it's a function, it's just a function of perceiving. And it's pure, it's innocent, it's clear, it has no memory in it, it has no labels in it. And somehow, it, it feels beautiful. It's like the body goes into some kind of response as though there is absolute beauty there. There was actually no response. Ah, okay, no the body response. didn't respond, okay. Yeah, yeah. It didn't respond. Okay. It was just, uh, uh, how do you describe this? You know, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. it was not that anything that was being said, it was just yeah. something that was being seen. Yes, of course. You know, yes, it's, it's like seeing, seeing you for the very, very first time as a brand new entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without, cap without yes. categorizing or... Labeling or any, it was none of that. Okay. Yes, of course. That's it was, pure, that's it was just perception. purely seeing something. That's right. It's just seeing itself. Yeah. It's not the thing you see. No. It's just no. seeing itself. Just yeah. seeing. So now, take away pure perception, because yeah. that's just a function of that's just a function of, of the, the, the body mind. It hones down to that. Take away pure perception. There's nothing. And stay there. I see my mind kicks in and says, how do I get back to that? <laughs> you know? it, it, didn't, it wasn't there. That's the whole freaking point. There. It, was it, wasn't there. There. No, it wasn't so there. So how do I go to when I wasn't there? It was like, it was, it was Jack. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And I could even recognize the mind kicking in and saying, whoa, holy shit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> whoa. Of course, it'll make an experience its own. Make yeah. an experience out of it. That's really that's that's fine. That's what mind does, you know. Yeah. It's all right. And all you can do is is remove the distractions or or you know hone down the thing that that mm, that clogs your attention. Yeah. That's all we can do is dismantle what you're not, you know. So it's it's just waiting for quote unquote the grace for this to happen because there's not I but I, now can't, even an I, I, I can't imagine preparing for this I just can't no, imagine no but don't set up an expectation either no no expectation just even, well the expectation is to be open for the possibility of grace too late too, too much. late too much okay <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay hope yeah hope yeah that's is it yeah stinky yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And I'm saying yap, 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 because when this happened, there was no possibility of grace. was just, there was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. There was just, whoa. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just the thinking mind totally stopped. Stopped. Yeah, yeah. And just pure perception happening. Stopped. Thank you. <laughs> Let there be just perceiving, huh? Okay. You can do something. You can do a certain amount. You can train mind to not see subject object, not to be the subject looking at the object. You can actually train mind to like stop labeling, stop labeling, stop labeling. We do it with when you practice non-judgment. You know, and every religion has a bit of that, not to judge anybody. Well, just stop labeling, stop categorizing, stop seeing opposites, stop the dualistic thinking. You can do this much. Okay. You can do this much. You can train your mind to go to pure perception. You can train your mind to that, but what I'm saying is take away pure perception, and that you can't do. No. But you no. can train your mind to go to pure perception. That's without labeling. Just, yes, just no so. labeling at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have fun with it. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Mary Beth. Hi, Mary Beth. And all of this talk has generated a question for me. Okay. Um, I guess I'm kind of wondering, like, the difference between pure perception and presence. What's presence? Tell me. It just—it's one of these words that kind of cruises around in these circles, and I never. Yeah, I know you never know what, because people say all different kinds of things, and I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I mean, I, I called presence rapport because that's what another word I had learned. For me, when I say presence, it's like, you know, just kind of, just like letting everything just kind of go, you know, just kind of just being there and just like. So what is it that's being there? Everything. Okay. And are you there being okay with everything? Oh, yeah. Okay, so if we were to take the you away then? I can't do that. Can't you? Well, I... I can't. You can do a certain amount. I mean, I can be present. Can you? I, I can be present. So I know how to, like... And this is all new to me, learning how to be present, because I didn't used to be able to be present. Okay. I didn't even know what that meant. And I don't even know that you know, when I'm talking about being present, that that's really what I am. Okay. Um, if that makes any sense. Sure. But. Now I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting happens, it's all right. Um, but anyhow, the, the thing was that, like, in presence, it's like, there's no, no judgment or labeling it's just kind of like everything is just whatever it is you know what I mean so it's kind of like what you know what you were talking about like so that's what I wanted to know the difference between presence and pure perception okay and if you can tell me this I don't know what is like what is this place that you know that this you know where you know where am I where am I at? Like, I don't even, you know, it's like, and I know it doesn't, okay, so yeah, it's not supposed to matter. You know, don't be grasping to be any place different than what you are. Just kind of like experience what you are, but, okay, so then I know already it's the mind. Uh-huh. That wants to label it. Uh-huh. Um, 
find oh, yeah. a position, a place of reference, yeah. see how it's going, where do I go from here, let's make a plan, we're all happy. So that, yeah, so there's that tendency to do that, but, uh-huh. but okay, but it's pretty persistent tendency. Yes, but you take no notice of it. It doesn't uh, have to slow down or stop or get quiet, just not believing it is the key here. Just keep. Just, but yeah, but it's like okay, but yeah, but you don't want to be like going somewhere crazy. You know? Why not? If you go crazy, you go crazy. That's the controller sneaking in by the back door, thinking it's protecting you, and all it's doing is mind just saying, "Ha! We'll threaten her with the idea of insanity, and we'll see then if she wants to let go." No, I, I don't know. I don't know because it doesn't seem like the truth is crazy. Really? Mm. How do you know? I don't really know anything. But yeah, there is this tendency to want to know. And so I guess even the question is a desire to know, like, okay, well, am I in presence or am I in pure perception? It doesn't feel like pure perception. But again, it's all labeling, you know, so you keep getting stuck. Yeah, but the, the, the stickiest label of all is the one who's asking, am I in presence? Am I in pure perception? The I is the problem. Presence happens, Percept- pure perception happens, but the I is the sticky wicket here. Right, and that's why I said I can't, I can't get rid of the I. It can go a long way. How? By not referencing it like you are doing. Because you're giving it a position. It's like, you see, if you've bought the idea that I can't get rid of it, then all that's doing is reinforcing the fact that well, we'll just keep it there and strong as if it's real. It's not real. It's just an idea. It's just an idea, this I. You can believe the idea or stop believing the idea. Now, in stop believing the idea, okay, it's, it's mind that's not believing the idea, but it somehow or other, it weakens. It weakens the, the believability of the I am a separate person. It's tricky, you see. Yeah, it's I know. Tricky. It's like mind trying not to believe the thing that it's telling. It's, it's my mind telling my mind not to believe yes. what my mind is telling my mind. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, exactly. So maybe it is insane. But so maybe it is insane. Yeah, but that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. We're trying to put this in a bit. Okay. All right. So, so the one who's trying to get it right or where she's at or be in presence or practice this, this one is the one I'm after. I'm not so interested in talking to you about presence or pure right, perception right. or where you're at or right. anything. I'm, right. not, I'm interested in this one who is the constant through what you're saying. Because that one isn't being questioned. What she's doing is being questioned. But I'm interested in... in the one who's looking for her reference point as if she's got something to do that'll make a difference. Um, do you see what I'm after? Yeah, I see what you're after. But like that one is like, mm, I ain't going there. I mean, that's what I feel like. It feels like it's saying I'm not going there. Uh, why? Let it talk. Why? Why aren't you going there? Because, like, I don't want to be gone, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. And I'm just saying that because it seems like... I I have no idea, but it's just like... But the one... Because whenever you, like, do that... 
it like gets pretty it's good it gets pretty you know like because there's nothing there like because it gets pretty empty back there yes there's nothing there yeah and and I don't think I like that <laughs> because yes the eye will make a story about it so it runs away from it yes and it tries to fix itself just to keep its own show going to distract you from that which you really are so like don't I just have to wait for it to go away anyhow I mean but That's if the eye is waiting for itself to go away, it will wait forever. <coughs> because, because it can't go away if it's waiting. If it's got the position of waiting, then that's what the eye is doing. It's just hanging out waiting. Validating its existence only to itself. Maybe what I'm doing is like, I don't want to go. I mean, I don't know. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. But still you're at satsang. Yeah, I know. The, so the like, I don't know But I don't, like, it's not like a bunch of fear. I mean, it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just like this. And I've had that, like, getting up at night and just, like, realizing that, okay, there's something. I'm like, oh, no. You know what I mean? Just, like, these kind of moments where it's like, it seems like a conscious, it seems like a conscious decision not to let go. Aha. <laughs> the amount of people who yearn for what you're talking about you've no idea girl <laughs> really there are so many people who yearn for that that the emptiness is just there and there's a, like a, a moving in towards the eye and it's always like almost always that the eye is so persistent and there's like the yearning for a, a break from it but your, your, your movement is the opposite way yeah like I'm afraid of but it's not like that kind of terrifying fear. No. It's kind of like this kind of like... Mm. Yes. Yes. Because it would, be, it would be terrifying fear if you were coming from the other place. Because there would be residue of the eye a kind of bleeding into the absence of the eye. But there is an absence of the eye and then there's a movement of mind towards the conscious decision to experience or to be an individual. And along the way you find a bit of fear. But it's not existential fear because it's not, you're not walking backwards, you're walking forwards into the eye. Attention is moving this way. Is this making sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Does it make sense to you? Um, it was there for a minute and then it, like, I got caught <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. it's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I guess what I recognize is that my question when I sat down here was more of like the mind wanting to place me somewhere. Yes, of course. And, um, Give it and I, to I, to I recognize now in talking with you that the thing is like, I, actually, I, I don't know what you do with that. Yes. I'm just like, what do you do with that? There's nothing. No, there's nothing to do. Life happens automatically, and this right. I idea is just an idea that you've given airspace to, and it's promising you that it gives you sanity and you know and fun and experiences, and it's giving you a, a false empty promise, and something is still kind of agreeing to go there. So, like, I just have to like be willing to let go. Yes, it's going to burn out anyway. Okay, so then I don't have to do. No. 
when the conscious decision to plug into the I story happens again, like when you wake up in the middle of the night and there's a conscious move towards it, take a chance. Don't bother making that conscious shift. Yeah, that feels kind of scary. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. Go there anyway, huh? Because that's what mind will throw up is the fear. That's what it's going to do. Because mm-hmm. that's its strongest tool. That's the strongest emotion. It's the most contracted thing is fear. So it's going <clears> to <throat> try and get your attention by doing that, by contracting. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, that's your trade-off. Yeah. I know there's nothing I can do. Yeah. That's, that's <coughs> well, you can, but you'd be employing the controller, and you want the controller to, to do it, you know? I mean, that's I the thing. The controller do it. All right, then. Then let it run. Yeah. Let it run. There's one loop that it might be worth investigating to see if it's running. There can be a loop that when there is when there is something in the personality that's still being believed, when there is an aspect around if there is gain, then there must be pain. If that's running, then that's the loop that's causing this black hole. If there is a, a self-worth issue, yeah. then that's the thing that would be triggering that. Yeah. 
That's resonating a bit, is it? Yeah, right. Okay. Then you go after the self, this, the self-worth. That's what, that's what took place at the last Wednesday night meeting. I was, uh, you got to come up here if you're going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take the chair. I mean, just, this is my, bull, my bullshit going on. Right? It's, it's all bullshit. What makes yours so special? But it has to be down there. It's the bullshit chair, right? <laughs> bullshit only, please. <laughs> well, at the last Wednesday night meeting, I was... I was uh, I was talking my suicidal stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm just going to say. Uh, I, you know, I just lost everything I was going to say. Uh, oh, uh, it, uh, as I showed you, I, I was three years in a Catholic seminary. Mm. So the Catholicism thing, <laughs> the atoning for the sin, mea culpa, mea culpa, you yeah. know, a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, it really... <coughs> imprinted inside of my character yeah. yeah and so uh, and being told as a kid I'm no fucking good you're never going to be any good you're going to wind up in prison you're going to be like you're all mad drunk and all this kind of shit yeah so it all registered in here and yeah. stayed there so every time something worthwhile happens it goes away because I don't deserve it uh-huh I have to atone yeah and I don't know who uh, Deborah asked me, well, what would it look like if you were atone, if atonement happened? I have no idea, because yeah. I could never get to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's my, that's my burden, is, yeah. is to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. to look at that. Yeah. You know, to, to, as Carol just said, being worthy. Yes. That's a big obstacle for me, to be worthy. Are you ready to go after it? No, I don't want to. I don't want to have to deal with it. Ah, ah, ah! Well, then you'd forever be doing your glimpse and into the black hole. Why don't you want to deal with it? <laughs> I don't want to. I can't. I really can't look at it. Why? Because, because I don't know what it would be look like to be worthy. I have no idea what that would look like. Well, 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 you're going to have to go there or you'd be forever doing this cycle of like a glimpse, dark night of the soul. There's nobody going to save you here. This is time to get up off your own ass and do your own work. <laughs> so, look at the, I, look at, I don't want, see, I don't want to, I don't want to create more labels for it. Worthy and unworthy and all that kind of shit. I just want to get beyond that. Yeah, but, but you're not beyond it because you're running the unworthiness. Yeah. Now, the best way to, to, to antidote one side of a dualistic perspective is to run the opposite. It cancels it out. Okay? Now, what, what would be... What's so awful about being worthy? Because there's obviously something there that you're scared of. Is someone too big for their britches? What, what is it? What, what's the threat yeah, about being worthy? It's like, it's like a, being a pretender, uh, which is what I was called. In order to be like that, I pretended to be everything anybody wanted me to be. Yeah. So just a pretender. I, that's what I did my whole life. You know. Okay. Uh, I, I, for, some, for a part of my life, I was an actor in New York. 
Yeah. And so, but I acted my whole fucking life. It was just, yeah, the whole know, thing was a drama, was, was a script. All that bullshit. Uh-huh. You know? So, uh, being, being worthy, uh, I don't know what it would look like to, to, feel, to actually feel worthy. Yeah. I really don't. You know, it's like, I, I would love to have, to, to know that I, I am worth something. Like, everybody's worth something except me. Yeah. You know, I don't care yeah. who it is. Yeah. You know? They are. Yeah. So I, I, you give yourself some brownie point for being the one who's worth nothing. <laughs> I'm, willing, I'm willing to chuck those brownie points up. Okay. I am. All right. Then you're going to have to be brave enough to allow yourself to be worth something. At least equal. At least. And so, in order to do that, I need to do what? Just... It's just. like an internal gig. That, that, okay, you can do all kinds of things. You can, if there is a sentence of like, I'm not good enough, you, you flip it. If there's a, a self-criticism sentence okay, that you run okay. in your head, you flip it and you say the okay. opposite. Okay. And you literally, you run a different program. That's how we're just playing with the software Yeah, that's here. it, just programmed. Just programmed. Just play, run the opposite program. Okay. Um, there's loads of little techniques around this, but basically you're just changing a piece of wiring. But at the end of the day, the, it sounds like the identity that is strongly remaining is around this guy who's not worthy. You know, and this guy who, who basically is so unworthy that he's going to pretend to be all things to all folks rather than really, really see who he really is. Yeah. So let's stop pretending and be who you are and let the consequences play as they will. Yeah. Be brutally honest and see how it goes. Just okay. be naked. Okay. Nobody will know. Nobody will know you're doing this except yourself. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, be I completely and totally brutally honest. Yeah. And, and if it comes that somebody Have no expectations. Is, just... Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And have a giggle about it. Let humor come in. Okay. Because, because there'll be people who like and who dislike something you've said. And yeah. let conflict happen. And let, you know, whatever somebody cordial come into your life let, let it all be okay either nice or rejection let both of them happen okay all right do you see yes being a nice guy is the benefit that you get from being an actor mm. because you can you can manipulate a situation and be the person that you think some you want some yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah. wants you to be yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so so the thing you've been avoiding is rejection of who you really are but the bottom line is you have to reject it yourself in order to put that much effort into avoiding external rejection. Yeah. So you must be rejecting it yourself mm-hmm. to keep that value system alive. So self-rejection's got to go. Self-criticism's got to go. Unworthiness has got to go. And then you'll find that the anchor that's holding this character together is kind of uh, getting weak. Yeah. There'd be no reference point, you see, to pull back the guy who's searching. Yeah. The glue would be, you know, putting acid on the glue, you know. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to this over and over now to get yeah. this. Yeah. You know, it's coming in. Yeah. But it's not coming into the where it's. Yes. You know, but yeah. I, so I'll go, I'll go listen to Absolutely. this over and over. Absolutely. And I'll get it. Yeah. You know, hopefully. Sure, you'll get it. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you again, Jack. Yeah, sure, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
take this chair. Wow. <laughs> For 35 years, I've had jobs where uh, I had to speak in front of groups, and that was like the most terrifying thing to do. And it was, it's kind of okay to speak, you know, sort of extemporaneously and spontaneously to people, but to speak where I was being judged and my survival depended upon it was very scary. And one time, part of me died, and the part of me that was, and it's, but it sort of came back. And I wonder, I'm not really sure what my question is, but I'd like to explain what happened. I was at this meeting, and I knew I was going to have to speak, and somehow I just thought, I'm not going to be able to do it. All is lost. Uh, there's no hope. Da 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 da. Right. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have to go to my sponsor, and I'm going to have to tell him I'm not going to be able to do this job after they've flown me, you know, uh. many 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 miles. And something inside of me was, and I was feeling kind of a pain in my heart, and. Something in kind of kind of inside of me said, "Just keep quiet." So this this part of me that said that just sort of gave up. And while this giving up was happening, the fear was also going away. And then I, and then I was able to speak. Okay. So this part of me that this part of me gave up that included the fear. And so when it was gone, then I was fine speaking in front of a group. So if this died, then why did it come back? Yeah. Um, I wonder, would another name be for that which died? Could we call it resistance? Was it resistance that that faded, like resistance to to doing something? To to it's like whoa, 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 and then in being still, being quiet, resistance dies. I don't know. Hmm. The part of me that believed that I felt like I had to do something and that I couldn't do it, that's the part of me that sort of just evaporated temporarily, but then it came back. Yes. And, yes. and I wondered, why didn't it just stay away? Life would have been so much easier if it had just <laughs> permanently stayed dead. Sure, sure, sure. You see, the things that die out and come back, they, they only come back because they're believed into existence. Uh-huh. You believed it into existence again. Okay. Something uh-huh. grabbed it. Uh-huh. It's not like, oh, there's uh-huh. me and there's this thing that was born again. It's like, mm, no, you kind of bought it and took it off the shelf actually again. You said, I'll give another run with this, you know? Okay. You see? Uh-huh. But I think it might be useful to call it resistance. If we can find something more refined, fine. Mm-hmm. But it does have that smell of resistance. Ah, ah. That like, like whatever has happened, sure, I'll roll with it and the consequences will be I'll either talk garbage or they won't understand what I'm saying or I'll make a total mess of it. But you know, so what? I'll learn from that too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that kind of rolling with it, there's no resistance. I see that there was resistance. Yes, there was a resistance. Like, can't I avoid this somehow? Yeah. yeah. Can't I get out of this? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've had a space of where there was no resistance, of where uh-huh. there was just flowing with what is. Uh-huh. Good carrot. A uh-huh. good carrot. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I have another question. Yeah. Um, last night, um, you said just melt, you know. Yeah. But you also described your own kind of process of saying, I really investigated, I really looked. Yeah. Those two things sounded kind of contradictory. Yeah. 
There was a time for both. Okay. And they weren't at the same time. Okay. All right. Good. Thank yeah. you, Jack. Sure. Rackets, um, partly playing and partly like um, almost like there's a also some part of me that's tearing from within those rackets. So it's a place of a lot of tension because the rackets are familiar. And I guess rackets I mean by I've been a good goal setter and um, I've learned a lot of labels. <laughs> And that's served in some way. All right. But then at the same time, this like melting and its investigation to being more genuine. Okay. And getting, getting past like surface approval and caring about the results. And I, I, I feel like I'm in that place of tension right now where... Um, Yeah, I guess it's a lot of um, so fighting with fear. Describe more the tension. The tension. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Um, because you're dismantling the coping strategies that brought you this far. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, how come? How come it's about tension? What's what's the the pull here? Um, I think it's. Um, so even in like listening this evening um, it's been very helpful to listen but there's also a, a real desire not to grab more um, concepts so kind of like an in and an out Okay. Um, and when I'm in the in between the in and the out that's the place of tension okay um, so both like really seeing contrast and yet in a lot of ways almost like I could just die you know it's almost I don't know it feels like I almost could shake apart into okay okay you're talking about desire okay yeah um, that's the power of desire okay. to pull you every which way now okay. It's, I, I, you're probably running two simultaneously and this is actually what's dragging you into two pieces so if there's a desire to like I don't want to grab any more concepts okay that gives you a position yeah. and then oh actually I want to hear what this is and this is another desire yeah. and you're actually responding to the two desires and so you're, you're completely whoa gotta drive yourself nuts yep. with the two pulls yeah. start noticing desire okay actually desire that's desire running rather than it's desire for mm -hmm. I, I'm not interested in the subject matter of desire Go after desire itself. Okay. Go. It's the yeah. desire that's pulling you. 
Mm-hmm. You're just running desire and you're not onto it yet. You're looking at the subject matter. I'm looking at the subject. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a place that I go that seems to really help, and I'm so I'm curious about this too, is into nature. Mm. And mm. just looking, laying on trees or yeah. and just looking at the sky and the yeah. clouds. Yeah. It slows one down, you know. There's an yeah. echo of, of, of what you are in nature. There's an echo, you know. Yeah, so when... Is that bereft of this movie that you're talking about? I mean, That's another scene in the movie. Another, but, okay. But, you know, it can disconnect, help to disconnect from the personal eye, you know. But, yeah. It's, it just slows things down, you know. Okay. Meditation, nature, all these techniques are useful okay. to just get a break from pretending that you're an independent woman who's living a, a personal life. I mean, you're not, you know. That's just a puppet yeah. thing. That's a script that's being played, you know. Definitely. And whatever gives you a break from it, fine. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah, more of it, you know. Okay. So that you can see the madness of pretending you're separate, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It is mad. It's madness, yeah. That's the insanity, is believing this to be real. Yeah, and I do still sometimes. Sure. Often. Sure. <laughs> okay. Any, any other, I feel like I want to just, any other way to keep, to help myself direct back to catching the desire itself? Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if there's any quick fix for that because it's really about getting to know Getting to know the nature of desire and how it how it's bought in your own head. Okay. It's like you spotting something. It's like somebody who uses a load of bad language, and then they, you know, and then somebody says, "God, your language is foul," and it's like, I don't even hear it. And then it's like you start to hear it. You start to say, "Oh my God, every word has fuck in it," you know, <laughs> every sentence, you know, and you finally start. You know, Irish people use a lot of bad language. This is a very normal one in Ireland, right? So, so it's like. You know, once once you start getting onto something, okay. your seeing will become more refined. Okay. So so really, it's your own exploration of the nature of desire. You know. Mm. You know, you see it when you see it. You know, but you can do things like things like every time you go to the bathroom, or every time you you put on the kettle, or every time you whatever it is, open the fridge. You know, it's like okay, is there desire running? Is there desire running? Okay. And just check in, check in regularly. Check in. Put a reminder on your phone, you know. Is there desire running, you know? So that's what you see when you pick up the phone. Oh, is there desire running? Ah, okay. So let's see if this phone call gets made without desire. Let's see if that gets taken from the fridge without desire. You know? Yeah. Just reminders are the best, normal, practical thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you. Sure. Ha, 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 ha.
It's energetic. Okay. But there's also uh, a neti neti thing going on. All right. You're not getting attempting or attempting to see um, something becoming a technique. Yeah. And not a technique, you know. And the only real thing that I see that feels good is no, not that either. All right. In what way does it feel good? Good question. <laughs> uh, what way does it feel good? Mm. Or is it just the Well, what came to me just a, a little uh, bit ago. Uh -huh. Little insight. Does does this body mind, this I, want nothing? The silence. We'll call it the silence yes. for itself. Yes. Or for something. Or for something, the silence will bring with it. Okay. Is that yes. make sense? Yes, indeed. Which was kind of an insight. Yes. Is there really a desire for the no thing, for the silence itself? Yeah, or for the experience of it. It's not even the experience. It's of not it. even the. It's okay. It's a little more subtle. It's it's a little um, dirtier than that. Okay. okay. <laughs> to use your term. Yeah. It's like what what will happen after the silence? It's uh -huh. like a result. Ah. Because you're talking about desire, desire, desire. Yeah. And I never saw it so clearly as yeah. just a few minutes ago. So what result has mind painted? That's it. Um, <coughs> some kind of goal, you know. I mean, <coughs> yeah. Like awaken, yeah. awakening. Yeah, yeah. Like reward. Yeah. Reward for wanting the silence. Yes. Instead of wanting the silence. Yes. Because that's. Yes. I, hate to, I used to use the word truth all the time, but that's. Sure. That's the truth. That's the absolute. Yes. But it's death. Right, it's death. And I. It's really I know death. that. Yeah. Well, we've had that discussion. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to go back there. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, so, but I mean, there was a lot of things happening around that. I mean, at the same time, the energetic part of it was um, something close to what happened in, uh, in Satsang in California. So the energetic part was Everything I'm, everything that's happening, the presence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, I mean, I was beginning to see if it was happening within silence. Yes. Okay. I was talking about. Yes. Everything happening. Within. Within. Sure. Yes. What I am. 
So, I mean, that was kind of yeah. coming too. Yeah. And then throw that away too. Right. Right. Well, that's what, the, yeah, then, so the neti neti was, you know, it's kind of, I, it's like, I'm, you know, yeah. throw that away. Yeah. So that's not it. That's, that's not. not it. But, that's but what I'm saying, not not it. It's not. It's. Uh, I'm still talking probably technique here, or yes. you know what I mean. Neti neti is another technique. Yeah, it's a yes. technique. Yes. So, but. Uh, but it's it just seemed to be. It's the one that's running now. The one that's running now. Yeah. And again, it's. You know, you ask the question, how does it feel good? I mean, it just feel like it's more effective than anything else. Okay. Okay, for what? Effective for what? For the silence to... For attention to the silence rather than everything else. Okay. And, I, and, and it seems... Now that I've had that little insight, do you want the silence for itself or for something else? Uh, you know, maybe the neti neti. Maybe there's a cause and effect. Maybe that helps that. And could you be the silence as opposed to wanting the silence? Yes. Are you the silence? Are you that which is silence itself? The the throwing else, the throwing of everything else away when it comes up, <clears throat> reveals that. Uh, Does it? That's the only thing that the absence of everything else. Yes is the only thing that uh, well when all that goes away there's only yeah. silence yes then what else could I be yes because I have to go away with this eye yes this eye is not there no the eye is not there uh, just for those yeah brief moments out of out yes. of time yes that's the only that's the only time that the eye is not this eye is not there. Yes. So isn't it madness to want what you are? It is madness. Absolutely madness. But those little those little things keep happening, and, and again, there is a reminder that throw that away too, you know? Yes. Throw that away too, Jack yes. says, you know, this is still yes. somebody having an experience, yes. either a good one or a bad one. Or yeah, yeah, wanting something. Yeah. But, I mean, but sitting there... That there was the energy of, mm. you know, this is fine. Yes. Yes. And it's, you know, 
stop wanting to make it yes. better. Yes. This is fine. Yes. Yes. And desire kicks in and wants to make it better. Yeah. The absence of desire, there's absolutely nothing wrong with anything. How could there be anything wrong with anything? It takes labeling to, and a position and a whole load of thoughts to actually arrive at the conclusion that something needs to change here. This illusory self, I mean, sitting there, seeing that, it comes and goes, but, but, yes, comes and but, goes. See, but seeing that, it's, yes. it's okay that it comes, you know, it's, it's, yes. it's more okay that it, now than it yes. usually is. Sure, sure. So this guy who comes and goes, who, <coughs> who wants what he already is, this guy, is he really you or does he pretend to be you or is he a happening in consciousness that has nothing at all to do with you, at all, at all, at all to do with you? The latter. There's nothing at all And you to keep do reminding me of that. He's nothing at all to do with you. Again, sometimes that distance is, that distance is there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That detachment is there yeah. sometimes. That this is... Yeah. This is all... This is a happening in consciousness. It too. is. Yeah. It's just a script in consciousness. Consciousness trying to imagine that it's separate. So it invents this character just to imagine it's separate. And that's, that's, that's the joke of it. And then the character starts believing its own role. Yes. It's hilarious, really. It's nuts, you know? Again, what really struck deeply again is um, then what's going away, but uh, <coughs> trying to be politically, spiritually correct. That's a great bind, you know. Yeah, do a nitty nitty on that one. Try. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, yeah. Sitting there trying to be politically, spiritually yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah, what a trap. Yeah. Authenticity any day. Made be as it is. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting to be politically correct in any aspect. <laughs> so that's my story, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs>
yesterday driving down, I uh, bounced my car off of a guardrail at 70 miles an hour. Oh dear. And that is not like the history of this character to do a thing like that, you know, not accident, not accident prone, not, you know. So the, the, the grace of it all was that the car was still running just fine and obviously I'm just fine. But, um, you know, this question, what, you know, um, I was very tired driving down all the time, blinking and nodding. And usually I pull over and take a nap and keep going or whatever. Um, anyway, but I thought that it was, you know, anyway, stop the story. So I'm wondering what was that all about. Um, I could make up a few things, but, I, you know, um, you know, one would be get some rest. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for showing me a sign. You know, um, um, but I, but it, it was good that I that it was good that I came here a day early. There were some good things that happened from that. So I'm saying, gee, I should have left today. I should not. You know. Okay. So I'm, I think that there's something else there. Okay. And um, okay, okay, right. What I'm interested in is the 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 loops in mind which which say why did that happen? There was a reason for it, or I've something to learn from it, or uh, no, it was the right thing because because good things happened with the extra day, or it was the wrong thing because I crashed my car, or, or you know it could have been a lot worse. So I'm interested in those loops, rather than the incident itself, the layers of thought, which looks for purpose, meaning. If we pair it right down, common sense says, if you're tired when you're driving, you take a nap. That's common sense. Okay. And sometimes we don't follow it. Sometimes you just push through, even though common sense like, says, you're nodding off here, pull over. And sometimes it just doesn't talk loud enough. And we just believe we're invincible or we can push through or whatever and it doesn't happen. If you can let it be as simple as, yeah, common sense wasn't followed, so be it. That happens too. Common sense is followed, common sense is not happened, not followed. They both happen. All right? There's no good and bad after that. There's no right and wrong after that. I'm, I'm taking you on a bit of a high jump now. Do you know? Because, because there really isn't purpose, rhyme, nor reason to anything. Mm -hmm. There's just things that happened and mind will join them all together and look for cause and effect, consequences, reasons, which is just like, you know, the consequence of this work is that one will be awakened. It's like, hold on a minute. This is the same loop, the very same loop. Nobody can wake up, you die, that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. Do you see? The whole thing is setting up a linear connection between events that are actually isolated. They're actually isolated. So what, what I'd be pointing to is let things not be so connected by cause and effect. Try and not find a reason. Because mind you be very happy to find a reason for it. So that's why that happened. Okay, that's gone to bed. Okay, and off we go with cause and effect, linear time, right and wrong, the whole dualistic framework, bingo, verified, validated, off we go again. Important coping mechanism. It's not, it's BS from the thinking mind. Imagining that it has a way to work out manifestation. 
Manifestation is fine. It doesn't need to be worked out. <laughs> Common sense is the only tool. Sometimes it's followed, sometimes it's not. Both are fine. And things happen. And when things happen out of character, happy days. Happy days. It's like, whoa, something is loose. <laughs> something is loose. Loose. You know? And even that is a cause and an effect. But that's the only one I'm going to give you. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. Things that are out of character happen. It's like, yep, that happens. Be okay with all of it. Let there be no rhyme or reason. There really isn't. It's just the thinking mind trying to imagine that it has some control on, on understanding how the movie works. But of course it doesn't. It's only from within the movie. Validating it as real. That's, that's what it's playing with. Can that sit? Hmm? Can that sit? Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. Yeah, sure. What time are you ending? Time we ending tonight? Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes. Is it long enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel very teary-eyed and um, this just feels like a softening in my heart. I'm just so grateful to hear the way you express truth. It's, I just love it though. Okay. I just love it. It's just mirroring to you, you know? That's all it is. It's all you. It's all you. It's all you, just reminding you, talking to you, reflecting back different versions of you, you know? But, but that's you at play. That's you in manifestation. And you're not your manifestation. You manifest as Connie, as Jack. You manifest in that way. But what you are... But why, but why is there enjoyment? I mean, what I am doesn't enjoy, right? No, it doesn't do anything. It's outside of all of those games. All right, so the enjoyment is just in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's nice to have enjoyment. It is, absolutely. Phenomenally, enjoyment is lovely. And, and as the personal eye and the impersonal eye, as it peels back, there is enjoyment, like, of all of it, even the crappy, shitty bits. It's like somehow it's enjoyed. So in, enjoyment is, is there, you know. It doesn't need awakening at all or any of that. Don't ever set up awakening as being anything. It's not. It's, the show's over and that's it. But, but the enjoyment, yeah, kicks in. That there's actually an okayness about all of it as the labelling of right and wrong gets less. And enjoyment seems to be the connection point between the character and life. Resistance will turn off the enjoyment capacity. Yeah, you know, my flight was like three hours late and I didn't care. Hi. I mean, yeah, I wasn't annoyed a bit. It was mm -hmm. great. 
Yeah. If I get there, I get there. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's just busy and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It plays as it does, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I saw it cancelled on the monitor, I got a little nervous. <laughs> but then I asked them, like, they said, well, go to the gate. I said, where's like customer service? I had to rebook my flight. And they said, well, go to the gate. And the gate, it wasn't cancelled. It was just, the incoming plane was cancelled, but my flight wasn't, they found another plane in the atmosphere, and my flight wasn't cancelled. The incoming plane, and yeah. it was cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I guess it wasn't 100% yeah. accepting, but a lot of accepting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a lot of just, it plays how it does, you know? Yeah. And it's not even the concept of like, oh, I must accept, you know? Yeah. It's like... It's just that, that that level of resistance or judgment yeah. or control just dies off, huh? Yeah. It just dies off. Yeah. And things play as they do. And, yeah. and within that, you can be pissed off or annoyed or whatever, but it doesn't stick. It doesn't stick, you know? Another question is, I have a lot of the spiritual um, overlay. And like sometimes it does feel useful to be doing that. What do you mean by the spiritual overlay? Like, um, you know, someone, I was talking to somebody in Washington and, and he told them to be invisible. And, and so I've been using that, like, be invisible. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Mm. Like, when I might not, when I'm not really feeling invisible, but it's like a, a goal or, you know, yeah. to a try technique. to be thinner. Yeah, technique. Yeah. Right, a technique. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, they have their place. With you, I don't feel that you use techniques. I think you use techniques very well. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Because when you do use techniques, they actually do break down the ego. It's not a technique in order to keep the eye alive. Okay. There's a certain point when it's like that for some people. Yeah. But for you, it's not like that, actually. It's like... Okay. It's useful. Yeah, you've, you're walking the path. That's how it is for you. You've got to pull it back event by event by event. That's how it plays for that character. You know? So for you, no, you, you, you use techniques very well. Yeah. Every path is different, but that works fine. Yeah. You know yourself when something gets looser or freer. Or you know yourself when there's like less of a contraction. And sometimes that's, that's the best you can do, is just keep plodding at it, you know? When a crack comes, a crack comes. And just keep plodding at it, you know, in the meantime. Hmm. At least it alleviates relative suffering in the meantime. That's worth doing. Why not? Thanks. Hmm. Sure. If there's an ego out there debating, I won't go up, I won't go up, I won't go up, just push through it and come on. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what I'm bringing to the table. An ego. And I mean, basically, that's that's my story. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I um. I mean, I can I can trace the, the my whole life, all the events, just as as attachment to self and being bigger than life and um, being focused on self and. Um, wanting to achieve, wanting to impress, wanting to um, keep up, you know, and and even when I'm trying to not do that, I can take the high road on that, you know, and, and or make that seem better than others could do it. And I'm smarter than everybody in the room, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. according to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, you know, and, and I, sometimes it's really hard to defeat that. You know, it's it's tough being humble when you really are smarter than everybody else. Yes. <laughs> so, like I said, that's what I'm bringing. Yeah. And yeah. And put a chink in it if you can. <laughs> there be an absence of humility in that personality then? <clears throat> an absence of humility in that person. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I can be extremely um, um, guarded and not wanting anybody to get to the core because I'm wanting to present this and preserve that, you know, as opposed to um, getting beneath my facade, you know, so, and I can act humble. I mean, I can yeah, pretend sure. to be humble. I'd say you could pretend anything. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm not sure I get the humility part question. Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's two angles on this. <clears throat> One is that the skills that, that, that you have that you came in with and you developed through life, if you can see that they're not, that the trade-off isn't worth it, then they begin to recede and stop defending them and using them. But you've got to kind of click that. It's like, is it worth it to, to keep maintaining this guy, this ego? Is it really worth it? Is that really, really the way you want to continue playing this? Because you can't stop that prematurely. You're going to have to see, actually, you know what? I've done it all. Do I just want more of the same? and end up here 20 years later, the same place? Well, that's basically exactly what's happened at this point. Okay. And it's, um, it's, it's, you know, like I've said before, wanting to be another bozo on the bus or just to, um, 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 I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, If you were never born, life and the world might be just fine. (laughs) 
persona who, who, who is so competent, if that fades out, the world won't suffer as a result either. I didn't really know I was worried about the world. Yes, but something has to justify its own continuity here. And if you see that it's actually not impacting anywhere, in any significant way, then why would you be maintaining it? Why would you continue with it? Um, I don't know, I think it masks pain and, and other things. You know, I think it, um, it wants to feel relevant. You know, and it wants to, um, to be <clears throat> not annihilated or not uh, insignificant. You but know, it is insignificant. It's created its own belief system around significance. Well, it's I had two very talented older brothers and a dad, you know, and, and things that were extremely uh, good at what they did and a lot of things. And um, and then there was chaos when I came along, and and so I had to kind of like uh, make a name for myself when there was other things going on, and I think. I think that has just been a huge momentum that I haven't been able to get past. But your two brothers and your dad probably aren't um, impacting on you on a daily basis now, are they? One, yeah. Would it be all right to, to, to get off the, the, the treadmill? Or would there be some fear around what he might say? No, I, th I think most of this is, um, has run its course in okay. the family. Okay. And, but I think uh, I am a creature of habit now. And, um, and, I, and I think I'm just becoming aware of this, but I, but I feel like if I, if I unplug that, the whole thing falls down. Yes, it will fall down. Happy days. <laughs> it will fall down. And you will need more courage to face its collapse than you've needed in the world up to now. That's the real test. Yeah, I have a strong anxiety of letting, of, of like letting that be zero. Yes. And, yes. I, and I, I've felt this anxiety growing in the last, I don't know, three or four or five years. Okay. And I'm trying to do, I'm trying to see this and be aware of it because I can see this. And, and this is a process for me. It's almost like erosion, yes. taking a while. Yes. And, um, you know, in this uh, practice, almost had the promise of expedite,ment and which it may, and um, so that's why 
I'm here, I'm fairly new at this, but I've been doing other things for a while. Sure. But I can see how it helps, but I still see myself not wanting to let go and, you know, of my story. Yes. Yes. Can you see the connection that the suff the any suffering is actually directly related to hanging on to the story? You've seen that. Then when you're finished suffering, you'll take the plunge. I don't know how to take the plunge. Mm. Okay. Mm. Let yourself get it wrong. Let yourself not be the smart guy. Let yourself not be the problem solver. Find out what's humility. Well, I was hoping I was going to do that when I came up here, but I'm doing pretty well so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You sure? If I do, if I do life, things get easy. If I try to build up my business, it goes. If I try to get in shape, I get in shape. If I try to do anything, yeah. I just it just runs fairly smoothly. Yes. Yes. Okay, success comes easy. And life is fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. Doing what I like doing. Mm-hmm. Something wants more. Well, something wants to say, This is really great. Look at me. Yeah. Something can't unattach to that. Okay. So, what if you were to become invisible then? That's kind of what I've done. Except when I come to these meetings that we have on Wednesday nights, I, I feel like I have Tourette's. I keep on running my mouth all the time talking about me, mm. you know, and I can't shut it up. Mm. Do you believe what is said that comes through your own mouth? Do you believe it? Well, uh, I'm trying to say where I'm at as the truth as far as I, I really don't care about being awake. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. I'm dealing with me yeah. in a more immediate crisis, yeah, the way I look at it. Yeah. And I, um, I try to chart a course or pr produce a practice or something quantitative that yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I try, you know, to get 
what we're talking about and try to verbalize it as I see it. Yeah. But I, as far as being invisible, I'm, I've cut off. I haven't been in any relationships, anything. I've cut off. I don't answer my phone. I've cut off several, a bunch of friends, and um, I've stopped going to certain places that I used to. I mean, I've just, I've just totally wanted to get to the root of this. Yes. And. You know, this has been a full year. I mean, no date, no nothing. Yeah. Hardly. Yeah. yeah. And um, just as this is my energy, just to to be and yeah. watch and 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 be okay. Yes. Without doing anything. So, you know, I haven't been on Facebook or anything trying to tell yeah. anybody about what I'm up to or anything. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm letting go. Okay. Okay. So the times that you're not letting go, the times that you're Mr. Successful. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I just know I can if I decide you to go out and do it. But I'm not doing it right now. I'm okay. keeping my business small right. and very... Okay. So, so what, when you know that you can, what difference does it make? Like, just because you can is no reason to exercise something. Well, I, I feel looked down on when I'm just being uh, almost nothing. Yeah. And that's just the flip side of the other experience. I mean, I've sold houses. I have a crappy car that I've paid off. I mean, I'm not really trying to do anything okay. to, to busy my mind. I'm just trying to stay as nothing going on as possible. Okay. And is it all right that, that the perception is that people look down on you? Um, it has been, yeah. Okay. Because I just say screw them. <laughs> but, Do you? Uh, yeah, kind of. Ah. Ah. Inside, that, that helps me keep away from them. <laughs> inside, thank them. Somebody turns their nose up at you or dismisses you or judges you, inside say, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing me that I'm nothing. Turn it around. Any smell of arrogance, nip it. Develop humility. It's arrogance is, is the thread that's running through what you're saying. That's the thing that's keeping it going. It's arrogance that manipulates a situation so that you can get approval, that you can get notice and attention. No matter what you're talking about, you're still getting attention. You'll use it any which way you will. Arrogance, will, it's the fuel for arrogance. So keeping my mouth shut, well, you see, mind will, what mind will, um, it's really, it's really watching your thoughts. Even if you're keeping your mouth shut, mind will still run the same old stories of judgment or I'm better than them, or it would still have that old situation of finding your position and things. Even though you're not verbal, it will tell you, you're doing okay and you know better or whatever. It'll run something. It's your thinking about it that I'm after, rather than your lifestyle. Okay, you did the lifestyle, which is great because it gives you a practical uh, practical examples of how the opposite there's no reinforcement for the ego coming from the outside it's the opposite but what you're doing is you're not letting it in when praise comes from the outside you let it in and the ego fattens and when when judgment comes from the outside you spit it back out you see let that in too let that in too that's the fuel to destroy the ego praise from the outside builds the ego judgment from the outside destroys the ego Welcome them both equally, huh? Okay. Yeah.
Thank you. Sure. Let's see how we do. Sure. It's time, folks. Okay.